0: Seconds. One time for the underdog. Wow. One time for the underdog. Technician sequence start. Let me see you put them up. Reach the sky, touch the stars up above. Cause it's. One time for the underdog. One time for the
1: underdog. So I want you to think about Michael Jordan, Dwayne Wade, Kobe Bryant. Imagine if those three had a personal trainer and that person trained all three of them. What if I told you the same guy that I interviewed, Michael Jordan paid him an amount of income per year as long as he could no longer train anybody else in the NBA for the time being? And that's none other than Tim Grover. Here's what I will tell you for some of you that have a hard time with profanity. There are no filters in this interview. He's gonna talk to you about the 13 rules of being relentless. Tim Grover, who's here with us today. Patrick, how are you? I'm good, man. I've been looking forward to this like you have no idea. We just had good lunch together.
0: We had a great lunch.
1: Yes, we did. And I got this ring on right now, which goes perfect with the outfit. It's a 1990 1991, the first the one first they won. First
0: Bulls championship ring first that they Bulls won. Yes,
1: I kind of like wearing it, man. It's, 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 it's.
0: You can wear it. You can wear it until this interview is over, and right?
1: then you take it <laughs> <laughs> So let me let me tell you guys what he's promised us. Here's a, You have promised me that in today's interview, you're going to cover stuff you've never covered before in any other interview. Absolutely. Never. Never. I'm looking for the forward. stuff
0: that I'm saying today in yeah. this interview. Okay. From the questions that you're going to ask me, the answers I have never said before. So
1: let's get right into it, man. I'm like a 12-year-old right now, sitting, what? asking all these questions to get into it. Okay, so look, before we get into the whole mindset and relentless and the, and the cooler, you know, the closer, the cleaner, all these other things, How did this? how did this whole thing come about? So, you know, who was Tim Grover in high school post? How did that relationship with MJ get so? Why don't we start off there first?
0: Well, I actually played college basketball myself. I mean, I played at a University of Illinois, Chicago, small Division One school. i mid-ma- mid mid major, but in order for me just to play at that level, you know, I had to work extremely hard. But I knew I wasn't going to go pro. All right, you know, you had to realize, hey, it's not going to happen. And I tell you, there's a great story about it. I was actually, I was either a sophomore, or junior, and. This point guard came into the gym from a high school, and I played him in a one-on-one. All Or he was a junior in high school, and I was either a sophomore or junior in college. He kicked my ass. Really? Kicked my. I'm talking about three years younger than I am in high school. You know younger who? than you. Yeah, younger. I'm talking. I was a. I was a. I was in college. He was a high school. He was a junior in high school. Wow. I was a junior in college. You know who it was? Tim Hardaway,
1: Tim Hardaway Miami hit Tim Hardaway Golden State. Tim yes, Hardaway.
0: okay, wipe the floor with me. Wow, I knew right then and there. I said, one, I knew he was going pro. Yeah, and second, I said I have no chance. Wow, no chance. Okay, but I wanted to be involved in sports. Mm-hmm. I still wanted to be involved in sports, ideally basketball. So I said, you know what? If I can't do it, all right, let me figure out a way. Let me educate myself so I can help others stay injury free become better athletes, make better decisions, become the top of their game. So I started to study kinesiology and exercise physiology, and that's what led me towards working with the greatest.
1: What year is this?
0: Oh my goodness, we're talking about uh, late, 79 to 84, 85, and that was when years. you're playing,
1: or that's when you're studying kinesiology? Both. Okay. Yeah, I'm,
0: I'm, a couple, I'm a couple months
1: older than you. No, are. you're listening. I'm doing the math. You don't look your <laughs> age, though, but I'm doing the math right. Yeah. Okay, so when did, when did you get to the point where you started saying, I'm going to go and get some of these NBA players? And was your target, like, did you put target? Right off the bat, I'm going straight to MJ's. What well, I'm doing.
0: you know what? When I started, when I started studying, everyone says, "Oh, you're going to be a gym teacher." I said, "No." I said, "I'm going to work with professional athletes." I knew what I wanted to do. I said, "I'm going to work with I'm going to work with professional athletes." So that was my I, that was the goal I set in my mind, and I just said, "Hey, that that's going to take a place in my head. That's the only thing that I want to do, and I got to figure out a way to I got to figure out a way to get there." So I studied and learned my craft better than anybody else. Did I start with the professional athletes? No, after I graduated, I went to work in a local health club. Really, I knew how, I knew everything from a book standpoint, but still, you gotta know how to apply it, okay? So I, you know, worked with, anybody i could any these are not pros these aren't pros i'm talking about housewives i'm talking about individuals that just want to get in sh- uh, just want to get in shape people that have had injuries from different sports kids anybody just kind of developing programs putting implementing what i've learned and actually being able to apply it mm-hmm. and once i started to uh, look at that craft and i said okay now i'm starting to figure out how to how to actually apply this stuff and how to use it and put the formulas together and put the workouts together and do all these different things. I mean, stuff that they're doing now from a workout standpoint, I was doing 30 years ago. Wow,
1: I was so doing. None th- of the stuff is new to you. No, no. I
0: mean, some of the stuff is new. It's different. I stay on top of it. Right. All right. I got to continue to learn. You know, continue to be uh, better myself so I can better my athletes, better my craft. Mm-hmm. But. It's a different it's just a different way of doing the same different way of doing the same thing. Like now there's a lot more resources, a lot more education, a lot more testing available. Back then you kinda had to just figure it out. And I think that's there was one,
1: no YouTube. There was none of this online stuff to go to and research, right? right? But I mean, see I
0: also think now is the ability that you have all this stuff now, people just can't figure it out that's one of the things that's taken away from individuals because. now, okay? because they have all this vast information and they're always there's so much information available and there's so much help out there that everyone's always looking for somebody else to figure out stuff that you should be able to figure out yourself. So Tim how do
1: you how do you pick and choose who to listen to?
0: You know I pick and choose who I want to listen to somebody that resonates with me, okay? And I'll tell you this is this is this is a little different, okay? You know who I, what I, how I choose a client, and how I, who I listen to. How that person has to be as fucked up as I am. <laughs> okay, seriously. Okay. So we're in a good position here. Yeah, yeah, that person. If when I choose a client, okay, they have to be as messed up.
1: When you okay? say messed up, you're saying talking crazy, all chip, dark side, vice.
0: Yes, I'm talking about wow. addicted. Everything to being great. They have to. They gotta want it. Okay, they gotta want it, okay? I know I'm crazy. How do you figure I that out? Fi-
1: How do you figure it out when you, you see them? You
0: know what, you can figure it out in 10 minutes just by talking to wow. them. Wow. Okay? You ask the right questions, you talk to the individual, and then you see if they back it up. Because anybody can talk a story. Right. You know, what's the cheapest thing in the world? Talk. The price has never gone mm-hmm. up, it's never gonna go up. But when you actually tell somebody to back it up and you say, hey, now I want you to do this, this, and this. That now becomes a different point. So, when you're choosing somebody, when you choose somebody to listen to, and you choose somebody to learn from, and you choose a business partner, you choose a client, they got to be as crazy and they got to be as. Fucked up as you wow. are, that's how you get success. That's how you know you're gonna be able to push that individual. That's how you know that relationship is gonna last. You know, people talk about in business or think, oh, you gotta find a balance. You gotta find that person. You know, if you're one way, you gotta find a person that's the other way. No, that's bullshit. That's pulling you away from how you want to do things and how. If you're intense, the next person I want is to be as super intense, super intense. Now, those people around you, they gotta be smarter than you are. Right. You don't want to surround yourself with people that if you're the smartest person in the room, you need to get more people in the room. Sure. Okay. You should not walk into a room and ever be the smartest person in there. Okay. The people around you have to be much smarter or at least in certain things. You may have an expertise in one thing, but that other individual better have an expertise that's beyond yours in something in something else. Like, okay? But from the mind standpoint, you know, MJ was just as fucked up as I was. Kobe is just as fucked up as I was from from being the best. Okay, I wanted to be the best at what I do. They wanted to be the best at what they do. All right. So there was an attraction it's, there. It's an attraction and those are the people that allow you to push them and allow them to they understand they want to get they want to get better you know they don't need to be motivated okay they're like you tell them hey that's work so out. interesting they're not they're not
1: hiring you to come motivate me nobody wanted as bad as they, you. So. they want
0: the best of the best already want it more than anybody else there's a reason they're the best you know we we talked about this earlier at lunch they're the ones that are show up to practice early okay they're the ones taking the extra shots they're the ones doing the wind sprints at the end they're the ones you know Getting treatment, taking care of their body. They're showing up. They're showing up on off days. I mean, you're Coach saying you're, say having, you're sending
1: the guys home. You're saying you got to go home. You got to go, home. go you home. You already.
0: got to literally. You got to. You got to tell them to leave. You don't have to tell them to show up. You got to tell them to leave. Oh, that that, that that that's enough. You know, you have people in your office. Yeah. and You look at it. You know, how many employees do you have now? We got 4,200 agents. 4,200 agents. Okay. Out of 4,200 agents. Okay. If you put them all in the all in the room. Okay, and you were able to put them all in one shop together. All right, and say your hours were nine to five, okay? You'd have 4,200 people in here from nine, from 9 to 5 o'clock, uh, from five o'clock. After five o'clock, you may have 500. After seven o'clock, you may have 200. After nine o'clock, you may have five. And then guess what? At the end of the day, there's gonna be one light left on. Maybe two, yours and somebody else's. That person's as fucked up as you are. <laughs> okay. But you can count on that individual you can count on that individual
1: tell me first time with MJ So what happened there? So you you, how did you connect with MJ? How did you get to the point where MJ
0: this is how it really started? So I sent letters out to everybody in the Chicago Bulls organization all the players uh, now, it, you have to be a historian of basketball to really know this and you may not even know this because of your age there was a player on the team named Brad Sellers little skinny kid 6'11 out of Ohio State so I was like okay kid's got some talent you know need some help physically maybe I can target him so I, I sent letters to all the Bulls players except Michael except Michael why'd you, why'd you do that? you know I'm a young kid he doesn't need any help you know he's a bay. he's going to be great he's going to yeah. be all that I get one phone call back. Guess who it's from? Michael. There you go. The best of the best wanted to get even better. The, the guy
1: who didn't get the
0: letter. The calls guy who you. didn't get the letter went and looked into the went and got it out of somebody else's locker out of somebody else's yeah. locker and told the athletic trainer and the team doctor at the time, talk to this guy. Okay, talk to him. So I met with the athletic trainer, who was Mark File at the time. I met with a team doctor, who was Dr. John Heffron at the time. Long interview process. They asked me all the questions, you know, from a medical standpoint, mm-hmm. from a training standpoint, to know if I knew what I was talking about. Then I had to do the process again, then I had to do the process again, then I get a phone call, and they said, hey, Michael wants to meet you after practice. Mate. So you still haven't met Michael, I still have not met my, I still have not met Michael, okay? So this is in December of 1989.
1: This is when Pippin first comes, because yes. I think Pippin came 88, Yeah, so December. Grant de- came 89, I want December, I, say.
0: December, uh, I think Pippin and Grant came the same year, if I remember right.
1: They did, because they yeah. used to party together, yeah. that's right.
0: So in 89, in December, I go to, they tell me Michael wants to meet you after practice at his house. So I go to his house, all right, I pull up over there and I look down on my shoes. I'm wearing Converse. Every, you know, everybody knows Michael's Air hey, Jordan. It's it's the it's the iconic Jumpman logo. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I can't go in this house wearing Converse. Okay, now remember, this is December in Chicago. It gets kind of cold.
1: Yep. All right.
0: So I take off the shoes. I got holes in my socks. I'm like, oh. I said, all right, I can't have this guy. So I take mm-hmm. off my socks too. I knock on the door. He opens up the door, and the first thing he looks down, he goes, and "I said, you know, Michael, hey." Real clean house, you know, I wanted to take off my shoes and socks, I'm going to leave them out, I'm going to leave them out here. He said, okay, so I come in, he says, introduce myself to him, tell him my background, Mm -hmm. tell him what what I've studied and so forth, and he goes, all right, how can you help me? And I go through all the process of how he's had these nagging injuries and why he's had these things and what we can do to alleviate these things and help him, you know, feel better and be allowed to perform at a higher level, Mm -hmm. and... He just goes. He goes. This this just sounds too good. I said no. I said this is actually. I can lay this out pretty much. I said I can tell you how you're going to feel in 24 hours. How you're going to feel in 48, 72. This is exactly what's what's going to what's going to happen, All right? And are you guys
1: s- the same age? Are you are you a- we're
0: we're pretty close. I am going. I think I always lost count. I'm either 52 or 50. I'm a 64 baby, okay. And Michael's is uh, 62. So he's two years older than I am. So you're
1: still younger than him. I'm still And yeah. he is listening to you.
0: Yes, okay. All right, age has got, no, age has right. got nothing to do with nothing. You know, age some cats got, say,
1: well, I, you know, this person's older than me, they're not gonna listen to me.
0: No, age has got nothing to do with not, not. okay. I don't come across as an expert at what he does. I come in as an expert at what right. I do, okay and there's a lot of individuals out there that try to come in and they try to become experts at, every, at, at everything. All of a sudden, you know, you have trainers and so forth that if they're working with a baseball player, they're all of a sudden teaching them how to, how to swing a bat or how to, no. Do what you do, do what you do. So when I did, when I got with MJ, I did, I did what I say. This is, this is what I do. Now, do I know about the game of basketball? Yes, I do know about the game. As much as he does, no. But that's where my learning process comes in. He's going to learn from me. I'm going to learn. From, I'm going to learn from him. He said, "Let's try this out." So I give you thirty days. That thirty days turned into fifteen years.
1: Okay. Fifteen years he stays with
0: 15, you. 15, and that's you know, and that's key there because a lot of individuals now, okay, especially in this generation, not only from a training standpoint but from a knowledge standpoint, they're jumping from one thing to another yeah. you know they're using this trainer this week they're using another trainer next week you know they they're using this person as a mentor on YouTube then they're using this person over here okay and they're getting all this conflicting information okay you got to you got to master what you're going to master okay you have to fit you have to figure it out too many people are jumping from place to place to place michael kobe all these individuals they mastered one aspect of the game when they mastered that aspect of the game then they move to another aspect of the game you know how many individuals you have a hundred and thousands people following you -hmm. okay you put content out on a regular basis and what are people always asking they want more content they want more content they can't remember what the fuck you said two days ago that's right okay and they're already on to the next lesson you got to master that stuff that's first that's a
1: message i'm aligned with i mean tim okay. i'm 100 percent aligned with that message
0: he, so he stays with you for 50 he keeps you for 15, 15 years i did basketball i did the retirement i did baseball i did back to basketball you did all of it i did all of it so of it. he
1: had a deal with you he said what he said he wanted you he hired you but there was one rule you couldn't train anybody else it was, so what's it was that story it, it
0: all was the it thing It's mj used to say he goes man I don't pay you to train me. I pay you not to train anybody else. <laughs> okay. Now, for the first three years I was with him, he didn't allow me to train anybody else. Okay. Three years. Three years. He said you can't work. So this is with-
1: what 89, 90, 91. Yeah. He said
0: you can't work with you Got can't it. work with anybody you can't work with anybody else. And then, after that. During the off season, when it when it wasn't our time, yeah. he allowed me to pick up some other pick up some of. Did you pick uh, up anybody
1: from the Pistons? Were you with anyone from the Pistons? I was like some of his main guys. No, main I mean
0: most of the guys I picked up were uh, local Chicago guys. I mean he he brought Scotty on board. He brought Ron Harper on board. Sure, I trained the local guys from Chicago like Nick Anderson. The um, didn't he, Anderson played. he played Orlando He right? played in Orlando Kendall Gill you know these were all yeah. Illinois guys yeah. these were all Chicago guys they were Chicago where Chicago was home so I was working with the, those individuals but the deal I had with those guys I said listen when the boss calls and I've only had one boss, he's the only person I've ever called boss says when he calls, I gotta go And if, if we long you guys have that under you guys have that understanding we're good. And I told him, I said, you guys would not be working out with me if it wasn't for him.
1: That's just oh. amazing. Yeah. So, so l- let me ask this, because I want to set the tone first. Mm-hmm. So from there, you know, we can go into some of the uh, other items. In the book, Relentless, you talk about the three levels, right? Yeah. You talk about the cooler, the closer, the cleaner. Before uh-huh. I cover the 13 points here, if you had to break
0: it out simply, what would the difference between the three be? You know, listen, a cooler is an individual that's good at what they do. Okay. You give them a job to do, they get the job done. The, the results are what you expect. There's nothing great, yeah. it's, nothing, it's nothing exceptional, it's adequate. You have a closer, a closer is an individual that gives you those exceptional results as long as you give them a game plan and as long as too many variables are, front, are thrown at them. Okay, then you have the cleaner. The cleaner's gonna get you that end result over and over again, and this is key, Elevate everybody around him. He's gonna raise he or she is gonna raise their game And he's gonna deliver that result Numerous times. Not just, no, one, or not just one. No matter what's thrown at them. No matter what variable is thrown at them They have the ability to focus. No matter what variable is thrown out. No matter what variable is wow. thrown at them Okay, yep. and you know when we talk about sports, okay, you see all these individuals They've got to deal with injuries. They got off court. They got off court. You know, they're they're human beings just like everybody else. But the cleaner never brings that stuff to work. Never brings it to work. Once they step on that football field, that baseball diamond, the soccer field, the basketball court. No one knows. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You know, you have individuals here. You when you see somebody's productivity at work fluctuate up and down, right? It usually has nothing to do with what's going on at work. It's usually what's going on in their personal life. What
1: a what an incredible item to cover.
0: Okay. And they bring it to work. Yep. Cleaners don't bring their personal shit to work. Yep. They don't. Okay. Michael has... Is that, is that, can you learn that or is that something that you either... All of this can be learned. All 13 of them. All of this can be learned, okay? And we talk about this in a relentless system, how you're not born with this. This is something that can be learned. But what happens is, when you, everyone's gonna hit adversity, Yep. okay? Everyone's gonna hit adversity. It's how you deal with that adversity. And the key word is you. Not letting somebody else deal with that adversity. You have to deal with that adversity and how you deal with it. Are you gonna fight through it, or are you gonna curl up, and just roll over into the corner? It's gonna pretty much determine how the rest of your development from a mental standpoint is going to carry you. You know, people uh, uh, people talk about this all the time, you know, losing Bill's character. Okay, well how much fucking character do you need? Seriously, all right? You you know you want to keep losing and losing. I, hey, listen, I'd rather have a, a person win who has a little bit of who has a little Craziness. bit of character. Yeah. Okay, who's a little nuts and a person that loses all the time and has got has got great character. At some point, you got to start. You got to start winning. You can't always look for other people to help you. Other people got their own problems. They got their own shit they yeah. got to deal with. They're trying to achieve their own goals. They will. They are willing to assist, but after a while, okay, if you constantly looking for assistance, constantly looking for help, it's its on you. Your failure and your success is on you. And isn't that great
1: because you have control if you think about it that way. I mean, if it's external, you can't control external. If it's internal, you can control all the internal. So Tim, h- how about I cover some of these 13 of, of okay. how, how cleaners mm-hmm. think and then. Sure. So we can, we can kind of address this. So here's what you got. Uh, cleaners, you keep pushing yourself harder when everybody else has had enough, one. Uh, you get into the zone, you shut out everything else, you control the uncontrollable.
0: That's all about clarity. It's clear. All about clarity, okay? The zone is about clarity, that's all it is. It's about the individuals that can block everything out, that can not how, only how do do that, see so, and feel. So. Okay, so you know what, you hear this about, <laughs> how many times have you watched sports and they said, the person's thinking too much, stop thinking. Yeah. Stop thinking, just go out Just go out and play. Well, yep. what happens when you tell an individual to stop thinking, what's the first thing they do? Think. They start thinking, yep. exactly. Do you know how many hours and years of preparation go into not being able to not to think about something? Okay. It takes years and years and years of doing the same fucking thing over and over and over again, okay? Why Learn does,
1: how not to think. Not
0: to think. Wow. To be able to take a to take a reaction yeah. and turn it into a reflex. That's what the greatest can do. Most people react to things, okay? The greatest, it's it's an instinct. It's it's impulsive. It's innate. It becomes a, it becomes a reflex. You know, we talk about this. Listen, trust your instincts. That's what closers do. You know what cleaners do? Mm-hmm. Their instincts trust them. I got this. I'll give you a great example about that, and we'll pick up the other thing. All right. Doug Collins, coach of the Bulls, yep. is drawing up this play. Okay, last second play. He's drawing. It's the Cleveland play, the one he beat. uh Elo, I- I- Greg Elo. Elo right. Yep. So he's drawing up all. He's drawing up this play, all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. He's over. And he races it. Michael turns around and said, "Hey, give me the ball. Get the fuck out the way." In the timeout. Yeah. After the timeout, you know, before Doug, he goes, "Give me the ball. Get the fuck out the way." Okay. That's, that's the don't think. okay. That's the point where, hey, listen, my instincts trust me. Give me the ball. Just get the hell out the way. I'm winning this game. Mm. I'm winning this game. But that game-winning shot wasn't made there. It was made many years right. before in the, you know, in the dark gym by himself with somebody rebounding the ball, whether it was me or somebody else, shooting that same shot. Over and over and over and over again. Say, no, if I get to this spot, I don't care if there's ten hands in front of me. If I get to this spot, the shot's going in because I've done it over and over again. And
1: we see it over and over again on commercials now, everywhere.
0: That's clarity.
1: Yeah, clarity. Now, Obviously, he had it at the highest level. Okay, so the third one. We got, you know exactly who you are.
0: You know exactly who you are. Okay, the key with the key, that one. Your obligation to yourself, okay, has to be greater than anybody else's obligation to you. What does that mean? Okay, you get so many people that want shit for you more than you want it for yourself, okay? Your obligation to yourself to be the best, to achieve the highest level has to be greater. The pressure you put on yourself has to exceed anybody else's pressure that puts on you outside. That's what they're, that's why Tom Brady's able to come from, was it 28 to 28. Th- whatever what is 28, to three, whatever it was. okay, because the pressure he put on himself is way greater than what anybody else could able to do. That's why when he doesn't have his top receivers, okay, You talk about clarity and being able to put pressure on yourself and his obligation is greater to himself than it is what anybody else could put on him. Okay, why he can take average receivers, and make them superstars because he elevates their game. He makes the game simple for them. You know what he says? This is what I want you to do, okay? You're gonna run 10 yards, you're gonna break left, okay? I'm gonna throw you the ball. It's gonna hit you in these two fingers right here. All you gotta do is catch the ball. That's all you gotta do. You don't have to do anything else, okay? When you turn and you put your hands up, the ball is gonna hit you right here. Catch the ball, okay? And if you don't catch the ball, guess what? He holds you accountable. He holds you accountable. You look at one of the plays last year, he was with Julio Adelman, he dropped the pass. He told Julia Adelman, you gotta catch a fucking ball. You gotta catch a fucking ball. And what Elmer said, He goes, you know, you're absolutely right. I can't make it any easier for you. I'm telling you where I'm gonna throw it, where it's gonna hit you in the fingers, okay? You gotta catch the ball.
1: Expectation is higher as well around people. Yes.
0: You, you gotta catch the ball. You hear, you hear ball. This
1: people that people say, if you wanna be happy, have no expectations of other people. You ever heard that quote? So if you wanna be happy, have no expectations of other people. How do you do that in a team environment where people are trying to win and do something that's never been done before?
0: Yeah, I mean, well, what it is is, listen, the expectations of uh, yours are a lot higher than everybody else's. You can't come down to theirs. So the key, when we talked about cleaners, is yours is gonna be higher. The hardest thing to do is to elevate everybody else around you. Because if people get around and say, hey, listen, if I can do it, why can't they? Okay. Everybody can't do it. Okay. Yeah, I love this one. You know, people talk about this. We're all born with greatness. We're not fucking born with greatness. You earn greatness. Okay. That's a bullshit line to sell fucking shit to talk about. We're all born with greatness. Okay. That's the raw stuff about giving people hugs and five high fives and all that other stuff. That's a fucking high. Okay. I tell people, you know, you, you know what, you know how, what do you got to do to get to paradise? Hmm. You got to fight like fucking hell to get to fucking paradise. People don't know how to fight anymore. They don't know how to fight. Paradise starts in hell, and people quit because they don't know what to deal with, what's going on down there. When everybody's tugging at you, when, everyone, instead of when they give you a pat on the back, in hell they don't give you a pat on the back, they're trying to throw you off this fucking window. They're trying to clip. It's the ones that can fight, the ones that come back. Those are the ones that succeed. Those are the icons. Many legends out there, very few icons. Powerful. Right.
1: <laughs> That's powerful. So uh, this next one is one of my favorites. It says, you trust very few people and those you trust better never let you
0: down. Yeah. Everyone talks about their inner circle. Mm-hmm. Okay. The greatest inner circle individuals are so small. Are so small, okay. What the greatest do you know what becomes their best friend hmm. distance distance becomes their best friend distance becomes distance. their best friend distance from their competition okay distance from others okay distance from their family wow okay distance from their friends okay you have all these individuals that hang out that hang out together okay we idolize individuals okay everyone tries to fit in a group okay you're growing up I want to be part of this fraternity. I want to hang out with mm-hmm. these people. I want to hang out over here. Who do you idolize the most? The ones that stand alone. The ones that create distance between you and the competition and everybody else, okay? You have all your friends. They may have all started off together, and what happens is when you they know they can't keep up, okay, you create distance, okay? You want them to come with you, but they don't have the ability sure. to. They don't have the discipline. They don't have the sacrifice. So distance has to become your best friend in order for you to achieve the best at what you want to do. I know these are completely different thoughts than what other people tell, what other people tell you. Surround yourself with positive people. You know what that means? That means lie to my fucking face so I can feel good about myself. <laughs> That's what that means. Okay, you need to surround yourself with people that tell you the fucking truth. When you're fucking up, they tell you you're fucking up. You that. made a bad de- you made a bad decision. Now, when you say you made a bad decision, now you got to go fix it.
1: So now, now, I mean? so now somebody says that to you. If this guy walks away and he's hurt and he's sensitive, then what do you do?
0: I, you know what? I wait to see if that Well, first of all, those are the individuals I won't even work
1: with. That there you go. Okay. So that's so you, that's a filtering process for you. It's a
0: it's a filter. So if a
1: guy can't handle you pushing him and giving you pressure, this is a filter for Yeah, him.
0: exactly. You know what? And that's why in the category we talk about three different categories. You talk about your coolers, right. you talk about your closures you talk about your cleaners. Now, this is where you got to be very careful of. You need all three in your company, your business, in your sports sure. in order to succeed. If you only have one group of individuals, you're never going to make it. Okay, But the thing you got to understand is you might have a cooler who's a cooler at work who comes in, does what mm-hmm. their, their expectations are low, they do what they're supposed to yeah. do, they leave during the hours, but they might be a cleaner at something else. Okay? okay, They might be a cleaner in raising money for a charity, taking care of their kids, whatever it may be. So now when you try, but you see this, you see a different potential in them and you're trying to say, hey, you know what? Man, if this person would work just a little harder, they could make so much more money. So, and you're thinking in your mind, I want to help this individual. I want to push them. But this is what I, but that's not what they want to do. Okay? That's, not, that's not where their cleaner status is. Many people is. struggle
1: with that, by the way, because okay? they're, they're you're hoping the person you like the most wants it as bad as you. It's right. rarely the case.
0: And, and exactly, and that's why you know we go back to what I said about right. your obligation, okay? You obli- people have different obligations to themselves, okay? You know, we we talk about if you're can you be a cleaner in multiple things? No, you can be a cleaner in one thing. Now you can surround just you you
1: MJ when he went to baseball.
0: Okay? I didn't tell me couldn't I couldn't he couldn't do it, okay? We're going to we're going to we're going to do whatever we can. To make you as successful as possible. Now, there was a baseball strike that happened during that year mm-hmm. they wanted him to cross the line. This is, you know, this is all, this is nothing new. This is it's public information. He wouldn't cross, he wouldn't cross the picket line. Right? Now, was he as successful as we wanted him to be? No. But to, to take an individual who wanted to try something and knew the scrutiny that was going to follow it. And the individuals just to have the mental aptitude to push himself and continue the same work ethic that he took in basketball, he took in baseball. Now you know what they say: the hardest thing in in professional sports is to is to hit a baseball. I kind of disagree with that. To me, it's now to me the most toughest uh, sport, uh, toughest thing in sports is to be an uh, is to be an NFL quarterback, because a lot of individ a lot of baseball players are now hitting above 275, hitting the 300s. How many NFL quarterbacks can you name not not that no. many it's a personal that's that's a personal opinion okay that that's just mine but when you look at from you know he hit to he hit in the 200s I don't know his. I don't know his. I can't remember his average all right but the pursuit to try to get better every single every single day regardless of what everybody else was saying to go from you know, staying in five-star hotels when you're with the Chicago Bulls to stay at hotels where you can literally just walk up on the door and having, and having a roommate. And instead of flying everywhere, okay, having to take a Greyhound, having to take a Trailways bus, okay, and not asking for special treatment. I'm one of the, I'm one of the guys. I'm one of the guys.
1: I love that. I yeah. clearly remember that, and I love that. Okay, that's, that's, uh, that's amazing. Especially the part where you talk about distance. Uh, fascinating, here's the next one. You don't recognize failure, you know there's more than one way to get what you want.
0: We're all gonna fail at something. Everyone's failed at something, okay? But it's only a failure if you decide it to be a failure, okay? There's just not one way of getting things done, okay? When you have an individual and they make phone calls to sell your product, Okay. No is just the start of a different conversation. Now, if you get no, and you just hang up, man, oh, I can't do this anymore. Right. Okay. So failure is what you think and what you what you set up in your what you set up in your head. It's the individuals that can bounce back for that. Okay. People are going to people are going to say no. Okay. They're going to say yes. Okay. Are you willing to understand why they said no? Okay, so it doesn't happen again to the next person. It might not be the. It might not be the right time. Okay, just because you don't win the championship, you don't win the championship one year. Okay, are you going to say I'm a, I'm a failure? Okay, yeah. You know what? You might have not reached the ultimate goal, but next year you retool, you figure out a different way. What do I have to do? The one thing that MJ did every single year, and Kobe did this also, is I have to add something new to my game. Wow. Every single year, okay? And this is, this is what separates the greats of the greats from everybody else. And this is, like I said, I'm gonna give you something new that I've, I've given you some nuggets already, I'm gonna give you some more. They have talent, okay? The greats, everyone's got talent in something, okay? Everyone has talent in something, but do you have the intelligence that goes with that talent? Okay. A lot of people are talented in a lot of things.? Okay. you got individuals that can run so fast, okay? Mm-hmm. Or play in a pickup basketball game that look unbelievable. But now when you put them in a setting where you have to have some intelligence where they have to think about the plays, or think about the defense, okay, Think about, have you ever seen the size of an NFL playbook? I mean, it's it's about this thick, okay. Now those people have to your greatest quarterbacks. They know all the plays, and they know all the plays of everybody, all their teammates. So you know, a lot of plays aren't like what they do is they the, the receiver runs out, okay, and they throw to a spot. They don't throw it to the person. Okay, the play is hey, this is you're gonna run seven yards. Yeah, you're gonna break left. I'm gonna throw the ball. You run seven yards and the receiver breaks right, the ball's going in the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. Okay? So with the talent has to become the intelligence. With the intelligence has to come the competitiveness. Okay. So when you got individuals that are extremely talented,
1: intelligent.
0: Intelligent. Now competition, And they're competitive. Okay. Now you're starting you start to put the pieces together. Would you say right? that's
1: what, would you say Kobe and MJ were at a whole different level at that than everybody
0: else? Whole different level. But now when we talked about failure, this is the key point in this one right here. Resiliency. Resiliency. When things go bad, when all the bullshit starts to come in, Okay, when everybody's pulling you in different directions, telling you you can't do this, you can't do that, you're you're not this, you have the resiliency to show them. Okay, you can't win the championship leading the league in scoring. I'm going to show you. Mm -hmm. Okay, you only play one side of the, you only play offense. Defense, yep. Defensive player of the year. That's right. Okay, all right. You win, you win the dunk contests. Okay. Everything that says, you ca- I can't do it, they've done. That's resiliency. When you have those four things, and I don't care if it's in sports, it's in business, you have to have those things. Otherwise, Powerful. failure is going to kick your ass over and over again, because so many people have one of those four. Yep. you got a lot of people that are te- that are talented. You got a lot of individuals that are competitive. You got a lot of people who um, have the intelligence. Okay, but they, you know, you can have you can ha- have have the talent intel- uh, intelligence in something, and not be talented at it. So now you have to find you have to find something else. So like you know when I was talking about, I had the intelligence in sports performance and in ba- and in basketball how the body moves i didn't have the talent mm. to be a professional bat to be a professional basketball
1: player so you were self aware of it
0: exactly okay so all these things tie in together that's why when you talk about the 13 everything is labeled number 1 cuz they all Man. tie yep. in together they all tie
1: in together i like how you explained that so we got talent intelligence let me see if i got this talent intelligence Competitiveness, resiliency. The four combined together. Yeah,
0: I that, love that. that. Those are the individuals. You, any business individual. Listen, I just met you,
1: mm-hmm.
0: okay? Never talked to you before, okay? You're obviously extremely successful, okay? You can't be successful if you do not have all these four traits, okay? I know you're a competitive motherfucker. I can tell by just looking at you on that, okay? You're extremely talented at what you do. Okay, I'm not here to kiss your ass. I don't get any. I'm not getting. I'm not getting another hit by kissing your ass on the on the on the, on, the, on this YouTube. Sure. Okay, if you weren't doing shit right, I'd be t- I'd be the first one to tell you. Okay, you have your intelligence. You have your talent. You can't be in your line of work if you're not fucking competitive. You can't be. Okay, that car we rode in? That'd be a fucking Hyundai. Okay. All right. How many times have you had to adjust in order for your business to thrive? Shitload of times. Okay. Yeah. You might have to adjust after this interview's over with. Yeah. Those four things are in every single individual that has been successful, wants to be successful. If you're missing one of those pieces, you're not, you need to find it because you'll never get to where you want to be without them.
1: Powerful, next one. You don't celebrate your achievements because you always want more.
0: It's never enough.
1: So this this, is an area where greed is good.
0: Okay, yeah. It's listen. This isn't about being. I'm not telling you to be. This isn't about being a good person. Okay. You know, like I said earlier, everybody wants pat. Everyone wants pat, pats on the back. Okay. You got, you got competitors that step on people's throats, Mm -hmm. and then you got other fucking competitors that fucking cut them open. Okay? Those are the individuals that it's never, it's never enough. It's pretty simple. It's never, never enough. Okay? People always say, you know, you got to love the work. Okay? You got to love what you do. You don't have to love what you do. You got to be fucking addicted to what you do. Okay? You got to be addicted to winning. Just like, a, just like failure is an addiction, winning is an addiction. But guess what? You cannot win, you have to trade one addiction for the other. So if you're constantly losing, you gotta trade that addiction for winning. But here's a problem. When you trade one addiction, guess what? Then you gotta trade another addiction. Then you gotta trade another addiction. Then you gotta trade another one, okay? Okay, you can't, you cannot, you cannot work short hours. You gotta work long hours. You hear people, oh, here's one for you. I love this one. And it fucking drives me crazy, okay? This one drives me I'm fucking ready for crazy. It. Okay, you got to work smarter, not harder. You got to work smarter, and you got to work fucking harder. You got to fucking do both. Okay, you cannot do one. Okay, they work together. You got to work smarter, and you got to work harder. Okay, so you're telling me, okay, to work less, to to work smarter, but to work less? No, that's not going to happen. You mean you're going to tell me I'm going to tell one of my athletes okay, that, hey, listen, you know what? You only need to practice four hours a week. They'd be like, are you fucking crazy? It's not going to happen, okay? Now, you need to tell me how to be more effective in what I'm doing. That's the smarter side. Okay, that's the smarter side. But you're not going to tell me I got to work less. Got it. How obsessive of a worker was MJ and Kobe? If I... I could think of another word than obsessive. Put that on there. Wow. You have to be obsessive. You have to be obsessive. You have to be addicted. You have to be disciplined. Okay, the key there is you. Everyone else is looking for other individuals to do stuff for you. Stop looking for fucking help from everybody else. Okay, it starts and it ends with you. Your identity starts and ends with you. Nobody, nobody else has changed your identity. Okay, you changed your fucking mm-hmm. identity, all right? And you're the only individual that can, cha- that can change it back. You know, the, uh, success, oh, you've become successful. I bet you get this one all the time. Man, you've changed, you've changed, okay? No, you haven't changed. Everybody else around you has changed. All success has done is magnified who you really are, okay? If you're a fucking prick when you had no money, you're a bigger prick when you have money, okay? If you were were charitable when you didn't have money, you're going to be more charitable when you have money, okay? It's the other individuals around you, okay, who can't see, who didn't see the work that you put in, the time and effort, the dedication, the hours that nobody else saw here, the sacrifices, missing your kids' events. Not because you want to. Nobody wants to miss, the, you know, nobody wants to miss any of their kids, uh, you know, performances, sports, games, or so forth, okay? But it happens. It does, it does happen. You try to limit it as much as possible. We'll, we'll get in this later on, you know, about balance. That's one of my big things. You know, everyone talks about balance, you know? You know how I feel about balance.
1: <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> next, one is, next one is a favorite. This one is uh, one that when you read the book, you're like, wait a minute, what's he talking about here? You have a dark side that refuses to be taught to be good.
0: Everybody's got a dark side, whether you want to admit it or not. Everybody's got one. It's the individuals that can tap that dark side, okay, that know how to use it, that know how to control it. And everyone talks about dark side as it being bad. It's not about being bad. It's about something that's unique to you, okay? It's what fuels you. It's what your desires. It's your ego. It's your fucking greed. It's what it makes you separate. It's what light. It lights your fire instead of having somebody else light your fire. The dark side keeps your fire lit. It's something that's unique to that individual, to you that pushes your that pushes you that nobody understands. Only you understand it, and you see it a lot of time in in athletes when it gets out of control. It's you know. Athletes, business, politicians, all that other stuff. It it can destroy you. But the individuals that can control it, harness it, acknowledge it, know how to use it, it takes them to a completely different level. Masks. You know, I love to talk about masks and so forth. You know, in your office, one of your individuals, he's got a Batman thing up Mm -hmm. there. And I got a Batman and and the Superman. Okay? So we talk about this. You look at an individual, you look at Clark Kent, you look at Bruce Wayne, you look at Batman, and you look at Superman. Which is a real alter ego? Is it Bruce Wayne or is it Batman? Everyone says Batman and Superman is the alter ego. No, it's not. That's who they really are. Okay, when they take the mask off, they become somebody else. Wow. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) When they take the mask off, they become somebody else. Okay. That's who they really are. Batman is who he really is. Superman is who he really is. You get individuals that are so intense at work. Okay. What happens when they come home? You cannot be that intense at home. So what do you do? Hey, you gotta need a little time to unwind, okay? You gotta sit down. You become your alter ego when you go home. You are who you are when you're at work. There's things that you do here in your office from a business standpoint you would never do in the house. Sure. You would never do in the house,
1: okay? I wouldn't want my kids
0: to see it. Exactly, okay? You wouldn't want your kids to see it. All right, but are you really that person or are you the person you're at work? You're um, the person that, that, I that's at work. I love
1: the way you just described this. That was fantastic.
0: Okay, you're that person you are, yeah. you're at work. People always call me say, listen, Rover is the biggest asshole you will ever meet. I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with that because I'm at a level Place where you you can't think the way I'm thinking. You don't see the things the way I'm the way I'm seeing it. Okay. Now, if you call me a asshole, I'm offended because anybody can be an a at something, but there's only one the asshole. I'm the asshole. The big <laughs> difference. <laughs>
1: You're not intimidated by pressure. You thrive on it.
0: Everybody can handle pressure. You know what? Most people decide not to. That's it. Most people decide not to. Pretty simple. It's not that, it's not that complicated. We're all built to handle pressure.
1: Yeah.
0: We, we are, okay? But what we do, we run from it, okay? And what happens? People, oh, I'm stressed. You know what stress is? Stress is just pressure you decide that, uh, excuse me, stress is just pressure you won't deal with. So if you don't deal with a pressure situation, another pressure situation comes on, and another one comes on, and another one comes on. Now you're dealing with stress, okay? Every day, you gotta deal with something that you don't wanna do and deal with it first. Assuming you have an HR department.
1: We have to. Oh, You have
0: to, okay? I hate fucking HR departments, okay? I hate them, okay? If a person's not doing their job, wouldn't it be so much easier to say, hey, you're not doing your job, you're fired. But you choose not to tell them that because you know what, Ah, you know what, they may be going something at home. It's not a good day. Something there's all there's never a good time for the truth, okay. But the truth needs to be heard. It needs to be heard. If they're not producing, they need to find somebody else, or find some other find some other because guess what,
1: most people struggle with it. It
0: it is. It it is. I I agree with you on that. I, I agree with that. Okay. But the longer you keep that person cradled in a situation they're not going to thrive in. It's hurting yourself and it's hurting those individuals.
1: Okay. I like that.
0: A problem, is only, a problem is only a problem when you decide not to deal with it. Okay. We always talk about, listen, when I, a guy comes up to me, when one of my athletes comes, we got a problem. No, we don't have problems. We got situations. You deal with a situation it never becomes a problem okay? if you don't deal with a situation then it becomes a problem so deal with it while it's a situation okay, when it gets to be a problem now you now you're gonna have issues
1: I like it five more when everyone is hitting the where everyone is hitting the in case of an emergency button they are looking for you
0: you have individuals that when shit hits the fan mm-hmm. everybody panics Okay, you know, this is a great example about this one. Okay, I'm a beast. Okay, everyone, how many times you hear that? Man, I'm a beast, I'm a beast. You know what? (laughs) You're only a beast until it's time to do beastly things. Then you find out who the fucking beast really is. Okay. When there's a case of an emergency, that's the individual, those are your Navy SEALs. Those are your individuals that are going to get everybody out into a situation they're not going to they're not going to panic they're going to see what's going on they're going to figure it out they're going to see that situation they're going to make sure the best outcome possible is going to happen with the minimum amount minimum amount of damage and there's very few people that can do that Tom Brady after the after the halftime game or when he completed that pass and they scored the field goal right when he went into the locker room you know what he told his teammates we're going to win this fucking game you're gonna win this game. In cases of emergency, they're all looking at Once he told his teammates that, they're like, oh, yeah, my man's got us. What'd they do? They came back and won the game. But, but it takes a special individual. This is, like I said, when you talk about the 13, they gotta all be tied in together. They gotta all be tied in not together. Not one is
1: more important no, than the other. No, one
0: is not more important. And here's the key about you talk about the emergency button. The emergency buttons are the individuals, okay? <laughs> they don't count the days. They make the days count. You get all the, end of the man, eight more days till vacation. Like, You've already checked out. Yeah. Okay. The individuals, you in case of emergency buttons thinking about, man, I got eight days, to, I got to get shit done. Okay. I got to have make shit because when I leave this, when I leave this office and I'm gone for two weeks or whatever it is, mm-hmm. okay, in case something happens, it's already. I've already seen it. I've already dealt with it. I've already told somebody else how to how to handle it. So uh, to deal to make sure the situation can be handled under any circumstances, those are the individuals that are in case of the emergency. And there's not that many of them. Everybody thinks they are. If everybody thinks, or right, you get the individual that if you're you're in a room and there's a fire, how many people just start scrambling and panicking? You got the but I calm down, this is where the exits are, this is how we can get it better. Okay, you go through here, da, da, da. They've already evaluated the situation and they thought about every single possible scenario, positive or negative, that can go wrong. Okay. And In every scenario, there's somebody like that. There's always somebody. There's all, and you know what? Sometimes you don't even know who that person that's is right, until, until that's he, until they have to rise up to that, yep, until they have to rise up so to that true. point. Circumstances bring extreme competitors confidence out of an individual. You wanna see how tough an individual is? Put them under a pressure situation. See how they're gonna deliver. See how they're gonna deliver. Everybody, you know what? Everybody wants to sit in your seat. Everybody wants to, everyone wants to be the head coach, okay? Everyone wants to be the boss until they gotta sit in that first seat and find out what's actually the decisions that you have to make, how many people are relying on you, every little action that you do, every little mistake, everything positive. Then it begins to be too much. You get an individual in sports; they get traded from team to team because they want to be the man until it's time to be the man. Then they're like, "Oh, wait a minute." Too much pressure. Yeah. Let me let me sit here. I don't want the pressure. I don't want to be the in case of emergency. But I want to be the third or fourth guy on the team, and I'm good. And I'm good with that.
1: You don't compete with anyone. You find your opponent's weakness and you attack.
0: Everyone's got a weakness. In businesses, what do you look for? You look for you look for somebody else's weakness, and you're like, hey, either we're gonna buy them out, (laughs) okay, or this is what we're stronger at, and we're going after it. People have gotten too soft these days. They've gotten too soft, Okay, That's why people, (laughs) me, my man, man, you're always so angry. No, I'm not angry, (laughs) okay? This has got nothing, you haven't seen me angry, okay? This has got nothing to do with anger. I'm just telling you the truth. All right, that's what I'm telling you, okay? There's too much, people, <laughs> there's too much hugging and too much high fives and all that shit going on when you haven't earned it, okay? You go to these seminars, you go to the, hey, turn around, give the person next to you a pat on the back, give him a high five, give him a hug. When I come from, you gotta earn your fucking high fives, okay, you gotta earn your accolades, you gotta earn your hug, right? This isn't about participation trophies. You don't get get rewarded for participating. You don't get rewarded for participating in life. I got passion and I got inner drive. You got a person that you come into your office, have you ever given anybody a raise because their results suck, but they got great passion and inner drive? Oh. Passion and inner drive has to be followed by an action. You have to have an action that follows it. And that's the hardest part. People don't want to have that action. Everyone talks about, man, they got all these dreams dancing in their head. I want to do this. I want to Mm -hmm. do this. I want to do Guess what? Dreams want to live just like everybody else. And if you don't bring them to life, somebody else will. They're going to jump from your head right into somebody else's head. And that person is going to bring those dreams to life. And you're going to be sitting there back thinking, man, I could have, I should have, I would have. You had your chance. You got to deliver. You got to have action. You got to deliver.
1: I like that. Three more left. We got here. Uh, you make decisions, not suggestions. You know the answer while everyone everyone else is asking questions.
0: People will reason they don't want to make decisions because then you got to answer the hard questions. It's easy to make a suggestion because that way you can always well, it was just a suggestion. Or you can put it on somebody else. But when it's a decision, you got to answer the hard questions. Mm -hmm. You have to answer the hard questions. Okay. The thing about when you talk about decisions and so forth, the one thing I tell people is everyone always says, man, we got to smooth things out. We got to do this. Listen, I'll tell you one thing there is nothing smooth about me. Not the way I walk, not the way I talk, not the way I handle my athletes. Okay. There is nothing smooth about the way I do things okay'm I'm, so, I'm not that soft side of the sponge I'm that other side of the sponge that you you know when you got to scrape the dirt off of it and you got to get the grease out that's what that's what I do. Those are those individuals you get everyone I want to set the world on fire Well guess what if you're setting the world on fire you better learn how to fucking put that fire out you better learn how to put that fire out.
1: You don't have to love the work, but you're addicted to the results.
0: Well, we talked about this a little bit earlier. You know, everyone talks about, man, you name one individual. We have quite a few individuals in this room right now. you and I are talking. You're gonna sit here and tell me there's, that you love everything about your job. Every single bit of it. No, that's bullshit. You don't love everything sure. about your job. There's certain things you just, just people love, the long hours, no. People want to, getting up the phone calls. Do I like having to watch a game at three o'clock in the morning? But no, I have to be prepared. But I'm addicted to the result. I'm addicted to the result, okay? And when you're addicted to the result, you rather have, you need individuals that are around you, okay, that, that are there to educate you, not entertain you. And you see the biggest fall of an athlete is when they surround themselves with individuals that entertain them, and those are your yes people, instead of individuals that educate, that educate you. Surround yourself with people that are going to educate educate you. That's what I do to my athletes. That's what the athletes do to me. You know, when I've crossed over into different sports, I've had to learn the nuances of, you know, what a quarterback has to go through, what a, you know, baseball, right, you know, right fielder, a hitter. Okay, those individuals, I I don't want them to entertain me with jokes and, you know, their entourage and so forth. Okay, the majority of my guys don't have entourages because they keep their inner circle small. All right. I want them to educate me just like I'm educating them. Powerful.
1: Powerful. And last but not least, you'd rather be feared than liked.
0: It's not a popularity contest. When your individuals get on the phone, okay, what's their job? To sell. Mm -hmm. The job isn't to make friends. You may make some friends along the way, but it's your job, okay, to get those results. The competitors are feared. They are feared. Okay, and you know how they handle fear? Okay, you work out, mm-hmm. right? Okay, how do you make your muscles grow? Through resistance, right? Sure. You lift weights, you want them to grow bigger, you add more resistance, all right? It's the same thing in business. It's the same thing in life. It's the same thing from a mental standpoint. You have to add resistance.
1: Do you think people crack when there's too much resistance and you kind of start learning about yourself and the people around you,
0: right? But that's again, like you—if you add too much weight, you're, 9, not gonna li- you're not going to be able to. You're not going to. You're going to hurt yourself. So and you're stages, not going li- to. They're next, st- state, This is, next next is your ne- phase, next phase. Next. But you need to continue to add. Res- you need to continue yep. to add resistance. Just like you. J- that's how your brain grows. You know, when people run from, when they run from pressure and so forth. Okay, that that your brain needs that pressure. It thrives off of it. That's how it grows. That's how it wants to be rebooted. Uh, you know, y- you talk about individuals. You get a you get an update on your phone on a regular basis, right? You get a new app, you get this, you get a new phone, you move up to an iPhone 7, iPhone 8, wherever the hell they're at, the galaxies, all these different things, okay? And you do this, you change them. When's the last time you fucking rebooted this? When's the last time this got a jolt? When's the last time this got a, uh, you know, a charge? It, ne- it needs to be challenged. It, ne- it needs to be worked with, okay? And those are the individuals that you, you're fearful of because they're never satisfied. They always want more. They're gonna educate themselves. They're gonna become better. Those are the individuals that are feared. You go into a company, if you're selling a policy and you're the best at what you do, and somebody else is selling a policy, and they walk into an office, and they see you sitting outside in that office after they made that presentation, they should be coming out of there and saying, oh, fuck, we got no chance. They got a better product, the person's gonna know the product better, they offer better service, they got better customer individuals, they got they got everything. That's where I'm talking about fear. That's where I'm talking about fear. Uh, you'd rather be feared than liked.
1: So here's, here's clo- as we get to the uh, uh, closing, because I'm really curious about talking about Uh, uh, the program that you have as well that people can participate in and learn more about Tim why is it worth it I mean you know somebody could be watching this saying oh my you want me to go through this pain you want me to go through resistance you want me to go through this you want me to work hard why is it worth it I mean is the part about being worth the price you're gonna pay is that an individual thing or can somebody who's sitting be inspired to say listen I got it, it is worth it. I'm gonna give everything I got to this one thing. When you say mastery, I'm gonna give everything I got to
0: this one thing to master, but why is it worth it? Because the results are so fucking good. It feels so fucking good when you can get there. It really does. And people always fall just a little short before, just right before they get there, okay? And what we're trying to do is, the, what the relentless system does it's a mindset. Before you have an exceptional skill set, okay, you have to have the right mindset. You have to have a great mindset. So when you're sitting there, you're trying to sell your product, you're making phone calls, you're giving a lecture, what, whatever it may be. You're driving a bus, you're a doctor, whatever it may be. The stronger your mindset is, the greater your skill set is going to be. It's not the it's not the other way around. When stronger you talk the
1: mindset, stronger the skill skill
0: set. Okay, Michael and Kobe weren't the greatest athletes that I've ever worked with, okay? They were great athletes, they weren't the greatest, okay? But their mindset is what separates those individuals. Tom Brady was, he was drafted 199th. That's sick. Okay, he was a six-round pick, okay? So that's gonna tell you right now, from an athletic standpoint, he wasn't the most athletic, Okay, but from a mindset standpoint, okay, he's a fucking killer. (laughs) He is a killer. I mean, you could see the other team was shivering. Yes. Okay. You know, everyone talks about this. Oh, you know, the, the other team choked. No, they didn't choke. Okay, the Patriots made them choke. It's a huge. There's a huge Big difference. difference. Yeah.
1: Huge, huge difference. So, so look. I mean, you know, I have to ask you this because I have friends who are diehard LeBron guys, mm-hmm. and then LeBron the modern day. You know, you know, he's he's the main face right now. Durant won it obviously last year. Curry's right. got some stuff going on. So, there's a part in the book where you talk about that. I I read the hard hard. Mm, uh, hard. Uh, sure. So, would you consider LeBron James a cleaner?
0: Well. When we originally wrote the hardcover, we said no okay um, even though he had won championships in, in, in Miami, okay but the, Dwayne was a cleaner. Dwayne and Pat Riley were the cleaners on those on that on those teams. Wow. Dwayne and,
1: and Pat Riley, and Pat Riley yes
0: okay they're the ones that were the they were the cleaners on that team. LeBron from a skill set standpoint, you know unbelievable talent, unbelievable talent. Okay, can do every facet on the basketball court. But he didn't know how to win. He knew how to compete, he didn't know how to win. Okay, when he came down to Miami, okay, they showed him how to win. Mm-hmm. He knew how to compete, they showed him how, they showed him how to win. He won, the cha- he won the championships. Now when he went back to Cleveland and won the championship down there, I did move him to cleaner status. To be able to go back into your home t- home city, with all that pre- with all that pressure, with a team that wasn't really that that good, regardless of the circumstances of the uh, of the other teams, you know, they've been talking about, oh, Draymond Green, if he didn't get suspended, yep. they would have yep. won. Well, you know, you can go back and say, well, when they played him before, if Kyrie Irving didn't go down, who knows what the result? Right. So forget about if if could all that other, uh, stuff. Okay, to go down and do what he did. I did put him I did put him up to cleaner I did put him up to cleaner status but the problem with being and reaching cleaner status is you got to be able to do it over and over again okay he played at a very high level but he wasn't able to elevate his teammates to play at that high level They played as well as they could the year before. And you know, you look at uh, Iman Shumpert, you look at uh, Channing Frye, you look at Tristan Thompson. They didn't even come close to that level that they played at two years ago, all right? Now your job as a leader is to hold those individuals accountable. This is the difference, again, when you talk about friendship, feared, and being liked, okay? You'd put him in the category of? LeBron is not feared like he should be. Wow.
1: When he steps on the forward, the other other guy's not afraid like Kobe and uh, MJ.
0: There's that little factor that he's missing. Now, can it be taught and can it be changed? Yes, he can. Got a few years
1: left, though. He doesn't got have few, much. Time. He doesn't, have, my, he doesn't yeah.
0: have much time. Okay, but that's 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 the difference. Okay, when MJ stepped out on the court, okay. It, well, I'll even use a different example. You know, we talk about MJ. I'll talk about Larry Bird. Larry Bird was known as one of the biggest trash talkers out there. Okay, you know why those individuals talk trash? Not only to get into the opponent's head, but to psych themselves up. Because now, if they say this is what I'm going to do, they have to elevate their game. They have to back, they have to back it up. They have to back it up. So the trash talking isn't only one-sided; it's both it's both sides. All right. So when you go out there, you can't be worried about what. Other, this is not about friendship. You're not out on the court to make. You're not out in the competitiveness to make friends. You can afterwards. You want to go out, hang it out, hang a drink. Sure. We can do that. We can do that. But when it comes to winning, okay, LeBron is a step on your throat guy. He's not a cut your throat guy. So, your
1: number one draft pick of all time, if you have to start a team, first pick is who?
0: MJ. Michael Jones. Hands down. Second, Keem Elijah. Third. Kobe Bryant. Four.
1: Akeem Olajuwon a second, huh?
0: Isaiah Thomas. Five. This is a, that, that, that's, that. So we got Isaiah, we got MJ.
1: Bird, Kobe. Kobe. No, you haven't said Bird, you said Akeem.
0: Akeem. So I got um, Isaiah's my point. MJ's my two.
1: Larry. Larry. That's a tough start. To it, it's, it's a tough, <laughs> but you know what?
0: Listen, you got Kevin Durant. You got Kevin Durant. You got Kevin Durant out there. You, I'm a huge Scottie Pippen fan, a client for many, many years. Uh, you know, when you talk about winners, you know, you got to talk about uh, Magic Johnson. You know, so there's. It, it, there's no there's no perfect there's no perfect fit but what I'm looking at is people talk about the individuals that I picked it doesn't matter what era they played in how the game was ref,ed mm-hmm. how the rules would change they would adapt adjust and overcome it't it doesn't it doesn't matter doesn't matter whatever
1: error it is whatever what,
0: to the day whatever error it is. So Tim I, I,
1: question for you so anybody that spends a lot of time with you obviously they're going to be thinking about in a different way they're going to be preparing in a different way their mindset's going to change but most people can't spend 80 grand or 100 grand or whatever the amount is to be able to have somebody like you work with them directly. You you told me that you now have a program. All these years you haven't done anything like this ever. That you just F- launched last week, where last week anybody around the world can get one on one time in a website. They can go literally learn for you fifty different videos. Talk fifty about plus videos.
0: It's called the Relentless System. Okay, okay? and it's me talking to you the way I talk to my athletes, but not only from what I've learned, what I've learned from these individuals. The thing that I got a chance to do, being blessed to work with the greatest of the greats, is they hung out with the greats, okay? So I got a chance to see MJ, Scotty, Kobe, sit down and talk to a Wayne Gretzky, talk to a John Elway. Talk to a Muhammad Ali, okay, Floyd Mayweather, Roger Federer, okay, to see all these, and just for them to sit there and just listen to them, no cameras, no nothing, just sit there, talk, ask about the, you know, the dairy Jeters, about what, you know, what competition means to them, what do they do to get to that next level, and this wasn't just a one-time thing. This was like, you know, people call these these, they have these things called the masterminds. What do, you, what do you think that was going on in there? You talk about the ultimate cleaners and your competitors in there. And I'm just sitting there like a little fly on the wall that never left. Wow. And I'm just absorbing all this information. And I'm that's the information I'm giving you in this system is what the best of the best in their competitive natures, how they think. And not only as it relates to sports, as it relates to anything you do, whether it's whether it's business, whether it's sales, whether it's raising your kids, it's being able to identify these traits and what it takes to be exceptional and improve at what what you're trying to do. Because there's always a next level. All right, there's over fifty plus programs. All right, normally the program sells for one thousand two hundred ninety-seven dollars. Okay. okay, but because of this, of my relationship with you, and we're gonna to continue to do business. For your viewers, your listeners, I'm giving them 40% off. 40% off. Off the 1297. Off the 1297. 50 plus videos that they get a
1: chance 50
0: to. plus videos. You can watch it on your, you can watch it off your, your phone, your tablets, your awesome. computers. You can take it with you. It's like having me, it's like having me in your fucking bedroom, stuck to your ass, wherever you want me to be. Pretty interesting I, I, place. I'm, I'm there. I like it. Okay, I, I'm there. All right, but what you have to do in order to get that discount, in order to get that discount. Okay, you have to text the word cleaner, C L E A N E R to 96000. If you text cleaner to 96000, you get that discount.
1: Cleaner to 96000. Yes. Then the information sent in with the 40% discount.
0: 40% discount. You sign up and go from there. And I'm telling you You won't be disappointed, okay? If you enjoyed the way I talked and the lessons and the stuff I gave you today, and I told you it was going to be different, all right? Like I said, this isn't about high fives. This isn't about hugs. This is not a sugar high that wears off. Okay, You want to know what the ultimate competitors do, okay, how they think, how they act, and why they're so successful. And this is, remember, success is, you measure what success is. It's For some individuals, it's money, okay? For other individuals, it could be happiness, it could be charitable things, it could be whatever. The definition of success is something you decide of what it mm-hmm. is for you to be, all right? This will help you get there.
1: Here's what I can tell you. Harrison, we were talking about Harrison, a Steelers a linebacker, what's uh, 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 James Harrison right I mean just 95 I think his number is 95 is it 95 I think it's 95 uh, he did an interview last week or was it last week maybe
0: a week and a half yeah we? he's been doing them quite yeah. a bit yeah and
1: he they asked him they said so what do you spend every year on uh, uh, what do you spend every year on uh, what do you call it on, uh, on his body on your body he says three hundred seventy five thousand dollars per year yeah so he said, how can you play in you're so old You know, you're not the typical 26-year-old guy. But his thing, he's just
0: not playing. He's playing at a very high level. Intensive level. At the position
1: he gets it. And he can last this long of a time. The reason why I'm telling that story here is because I'm a byproduct of having invested in a lot of different programs that shape my mindset. And uh, if there's one area, I was cheap when it came to close early in my career. I was cheap when it came down to... Cars. I was a big cash saver. I was never cheap when it came down to putting money into how I can think from somebody that has a proven track record. Everybody watching this admires MJ. 15 years he mentored MJ for his conditioning uh, personal training. There's a reason for that. There's some things that can be learned there. So my encouragement will be one more time, CLEANER, text CLEANER to the number 96000. Text CLEANER to the number 96000 to get more information. Uh, about what our friend here, Tim Grover, is doing. And by the way, if you haven't read the book Relentless, 100%, you got to get yourself and everybody else reading the book Relentless. Uh, it's a must read. It's one of those books where I read every year, I say everyone's got to read this book. So I got to give this ring back to you. Buddy. Yeah, but hold
0: on. You give me that one back. Uh, yeah. Now I'm going to give you this one.
1: You got to be kidding me here.
0: That's a Lakers championship ring.
1: 2009. Is this the Celtics one? Yeah. You want to know what's the craziest thing about this? I was at this game. That's un. Unfri-
0: this is your ring. Yeah.
1: freaking believable, man.
0: He's being polite.
1: Un. freaking believable, <laughs> man. I mean, this is like holy shit.
0: I told you I had a surprise for you.
1: freaking <laughs> believable, man. That's sick, and it's got what? It's got Grover on the side because you were you were working with Kobe directly yeah. at this time. Mm-hmm. So you got one from Bulls and you got No, one no I got
0: six I got six from Hold on, let's get this straight. I got six from Chicago. I got I mean, you got si- one from No, okay. I got six from Chicago. Okay? Please correct me. We Yeah, I'm gonna, correct, I'm, gonna, right. I'm gonna correct you. I'm gonna correct you right now. Okay, I got six from Chicago. I got four from LA. I got three from Miami. 6 4 13. <laughs>
1: Listen, man, this is pretty wild. You wouldn't want to do a fist bump with this one. You're going to get hurt if you do it with this. This is insane here. Well, uh, brother, appreciate you coming out. No, my pleasure. Thank you very much. I had such a good time. Lunch, this meeting here, just truly had a very good time. And guys, I'm just telling you, if you haven't yet gone and done the 96,000 cleaners, texting it to 96,000, go do it. There's a lot to be learned from the man that worked directly with MJ for 15 years. This isn't some social media guru that's telling you how to go out there and do Instagram. This is a man that worked with a guy who owns a sports team, who's the greatest basketball player of all time. Highly recommend you go out there and get this program. That Tim Grover's offering. They just launched it last week. Again, thanks again for coming my on. My pleasure. Appreciate Thank you, Patrick. You. Thank yes. you. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And by the way, if you haven't already subscribed to Value Valuetainment on iTunes, please do so. Give us a five-star. Write a review if you haven't already. And if you have any questions for me that you may have, you can always find me on Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube. Just search my name, Patrick Bid David. And I actually do respond back when you snap me or send me a message on Instagram. With that being said, have a great day today. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye.